Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Domain of Dice Mercenary Continent. And this is the first podcast that I am doing uh, in the terms of the content of this podcast. The uh, actual D&D aspect is going to be quite loose on the rules. If you're a stickler for the rules and if you don't really like when people go off the beaten path, this podcast is probably not going to be for you. So this is just just a warning about that. We are playing with some people who are very new to Dungeons & Dragons, so it may take us a while to get into the game properly, into playing it as the characters. If you think that's going to annoy you, this podcast probably isn't for you either, but this is a learning experience for everybody, so we're just here to enjoy ourselves. So without further ado, I hope you enjoy the first episode of The Domain of Dice, Mercenary Continent. Thank you. Welcome to the Mercenary Continent. Just to get everybody up on the same page before I started, this world is split into two distinct categories. The Outer Island and the Main Island. Most inhabitants of this world live on the Outer Islands, and as a rite of passage during their lives, they take a journey to the Main Island. The Outer Islands do not have any magic on them. The only magic they get is overflow from the main island, as all magic comes from the main island. If any people want to ever become more powerful, uh, whether it be skills or whatever, they must travel to the main continent for them to be able to advance. So, many people come to the main island, and that is where we meet our main uh, main characters we have we have jordan who is playing who are you playing jordan balron galazir who is a human wizard very nice level one as uh, all those who are off the main island who have never visited before can uh, very rarely get past level one it's very hard for them then we have uh, chihuahua who is playing? I'm gonna be honest. I really don't know how to say the name, and I'm gonna hate myself for pronouncing it. Very, <laughs> very. Yes, that that's that is that is acceptable way of saying that name. So, very is a level one uh, shifter barbarian who is obviously a journeying to the main continent. Also, in a party, also who is traveling to the main island, is Gwyneth Almaster, a human bard, level one, very old, spent her whole life on the outer islands, and she's uh, traveling for a little bit of adventure. Um, and there is also another party member that uh, the party has not, not, not quite met yet, so we'll, uh, we'll see that very soon. So... We start our journey as both uh, 
both Vary and uh, Baron and Gwyneth are on a wooden ship on their way to the main continent for their grand adventure to become powerful and whatever other things they hope to achieve. Uh, the uh, both all, all the members of the party have been traveling on the boat for about a day and a half now. The distance between the main island and the outer continents is, is quite large, but it's it's a fairly quick travel. The routes are fairly safe, and the sailors take this route almost every every day back and forth. So it's uh, it's fairly quick, and uh, unless there's any complications, then it's generally quite safe. Uh, the uh, the crew has informed the 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 uh, travelers on the ship that. It's about 10 minutes before uh, they should arrive at the main continent and they should prepare the things to uh, get off. So, we will uh, set the scene. Well, we're ready to continue the scene. So, we'll start with uh, we'll start with Jordan or um, Baron. So, you're on the ship. You're sort of sitting on the top deck, looking out uh, across the sea. You can see the sort of mist covering the uh, some rock rock shapes across where the boat is heading. There's three or four people on the top deck. There's a there's a there's there's a human, a shifter, and a, a dwarf, and there's a few other people milling around who you think to be crew. Uh, well, is there anything you, you'd like to do, or if you'd just like to sit on the deck by yourself and make yourself... Anything you'd like to do? Just gonna sit. You ju you're just gonna sit. You're just gonna sit looking off into this island, very brooding. Uh, another thing to note is that as you're progressively getting closer to this uh, this island, you can feel the magic as as you've been taking your journey closer to these islands you can just feel the intensity of the sort of magic around you has been increasing it's like you feel like you could use your magic a whole lot better than you could uh, while you're on the outer islands it's uh it was slowly uh getting stronger and stronger the closer you are the the more noticeable it is and it's starting to get really strong now that you're very, very close to the island. Stronger than you've ever felt in your life. So we'll we'll hop over to Vary. Uh, so Vary, you're you're again. You're sitting on the top of the top of the ship. You can see the uh, you can see the coastline. You can see the mist. You can see the cliffs uh, as we're heading towards it. On the deck, you see a human, a dwarf, and the human lady who's sort of sitting at the back end of the ship. Everybody seems to be minding their own business. Hasn't been a very talkative journey. Everybody sort of kept themselves. What do you think you reckon you're going to do? Any any queries? Anything you want to do? Uh, I'm going to go talk to the lady minding her business by the back of the ship. Okay. So you walk over to the lady. She looks up to you. She seems pretty fine. She just before you do anything, she says, Oh, Hello there, dearie. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nobody nobody else has seemed too friendly to come over and chat during this journey, and I, I really didn't want to intrude. Uh, pleasure to meet you. I'm uh, I'm Gwyneth. Uh, nice to meet you. I'm Gwyneth V. Uh, Gwyneth, uh, 
Gwyneth Almaster. I'm a I'm a bard. Interesting, interesting. What's a bard wanting to go to the island for? There's a lot of crazy stuff happening. Well, you know, us bards, we sure love a bit of a bit of fun, you know. Uh, I'm getting a bit old, so I thought it was about time I sort of visit the uh, visit the grand main continent. I didn't quite catch your name. Uh, what was it? I'm very. Very nice to meet you. You don't seem uh, you don't seem quite quite a humanoid. Are you uh, a shifter? I've seen a few of your kind uh, as I've been traveling. Yes, I'm of the northern tribe, the Longtooth tribe. Longtooth tribe. Ah, I've met only a f- only a few. Very rare, I think. Oh, must have been. 20 years ago now, the last time I met a Longtooth tribe. Very interesting. What what takes you to the uh, main island? Oh, uh, well, mostly I'm, I'm just running away from the person that was trying to murder me, but then also, you know, just here to bash a few skulls. Whoa, that's a bit of a sharer, are we? I wasn't expecting that. Well, you know, but keep, keep up the conversation and... I'm not here to mess around and just, just... I un- I understand, though. Most of you, <laughs> most of you young ones nowadays, that's, that's what you do, but that's fair enough, I guess. Guess uh, you don't want to be murdered or, you know, <laughs> best, best uh, main continent is the best place to, you know, defend yep. yourself, I guess. It's easiest uh, to hide and, you know, there's other things to keep the people away, so works out. But- yeah, nice talking to you, dearie. I uh, I'll see you later on the on the main continent. Probably we might we might see each other again. Maybe. Yeah. I assume you you walk away. And mm-hmm. anything else you're gonna do? No. I'll just go below deck where I'm assuming quarters and different things are. Yeah, there's no quarters on this ship because it's a very short ride, but there are seating oh, okay. areas. It's, it's like tables and seating areas below deck. I'll just go below deck for now and wait until we uh, dock. Okay. After that, Gwyneth just sort of sits there by herself, just waiting. She's sitting on the main deck. The crew are dittering around, getting ready to dock, just preparing the crates or anything that need to be loaded. have been brought up to the main deck, ready to be shifted off. The dwarf fellow has gone up, stood over by... Uh, the railings where it looks like the boards are attached to the docks are so very ready he's very ready to uh leave anybody else want to do anything before before you arrive jordan is there anything you are planning on doing no okay <laughs> as you feel the the magic getting stronger as jordan can see the cliffs getting closer the, the port comes into view, and as you see the port come into view, on, on the first you can see these massive stone walls which sits on top of the uh, on top of the shoreline. They got to be f- at least four stories tall. These are big walls. And they they look quite weathered, like they've been there for a, for a long time, but they definitely definitely look like they're still standing the ground. They don't look like they're damaged much at all. Uh, so this the ship sort of carries onwards. The crew sort of announced to everybody come to the main deck as the the port comes into view. They say couple minutes and we'll be docking up and stowing up. 
the uh, the captain sort of shouting orders across the deck to some of the crew. The uh, the main sails come down away from the center of the ship, and uh, the boat's starting to slow down. Oars have come out to the side. Some crew are holding them to bring the speed down of the boat. The uh, the dock's got to be about a hundred feet away now. It's and it's coming in quite close. Uh, everybody's gathered to the main deck. The uh, Vary, who was uh, underneath, has has come up and she's waiting. Uh, Gwyneth has stood up and walked over to the side of the boat where the dock's coming up on the left hand side. And it and we come into dock and. The crew sort of handle everything, they put up a ramp and then they gesture for everybody to get off the boat. Everything was paid beforehand, so they're just getting you off as quick as possible. They usher you off and the dwarf sort of runs off into distance, very eager to to see what he's doing. There's a couple um, there's a couple other boats in, in the dock, um, some bigger ones. There's quite a big, well-decorated merchant ship that seems to be all the way on the right-hand side of the dock. There's three or four other little ones parked around and there's two there's about two medium ships also parked up it's a very very large dock there's lots of people milling around and they're all heading up uh, to a main direction in the middle which seems to be heading towards a sort of guard post which is uh, upwards up some stairs so um it's gwyneth slowly waddling has walked off the ship and uh, both Vary and um, Bauron uh, making their way out. Any anything you guys want to do, or are you just going to follow the crowds up to the same direction that everybody else is going? I'm just going to follow the crowd because I have no idea where we're going. Okay, Jordan, are you gonna you gonna do anything else? I'm gonna follow. So as everybody follows up, uh, you walk around the docks. You get up to the stairs. Everybody's just funneling up to these uh, docks. And as you see, there's sort of... Uh, there's quite a few well-armoured guards, and there's three or four gaps in, in the wall which are walking in, and there you see people sort of grouping together, and they're talking to the guards, and then they're being allowed through. You've completely lost sight of the dwarf now. You can't see him anywhere. He's definitely rushed off ahead, and done something there's a few seating areas to the right there's little campsites off to uh off to the left and the right of these gates it's a it's a wide wide open area there's got to be at least 40 people who are sort of always in the area and yeah that's that's where you are right now so what what are you guys gonna do are you gonna stick together are you gonna walk forward what what are you gonna decide to do I am going to go ahead and try to get through. I'm going to try to figure out where the nearest battle thing is. Whatever I can do to just start doing something. I hate standing around. Okay, well, the the only thing you see in front of you are queues and the, those tents. So, that's, you're not even in the city yet. You're at, you're at some sort of guard post. So, you're going to join the queue. Just go to the queue. Yep. I'm just going to go to the queue, okay? Get through, get going. Doesn't seem like it'll take you long. Um, you see quite a lot of people grouped up and talking, but you're just you're just going to join the queue. Jordan, what are you going to do? I want to start walking towards the village. There's no village. It's a big, big walled off area. There's some tents around. Um, Where's the city? The city is through the the security checkpoint. I want to go there then. Then you got you got to go stand in those queues then. 
fine. To the, whatever the hell you just said. Okay, so, uh... Uh, Bauron goes over and stands in the queues just behind Chihuahua, and then Gwyneth sort of waddles over, not just kind of looking around, and she stands up in those queues as well. Um, as as the queues are slowly whittling away, you see uh, sort of individual people dotted around the site. They're talking to some of the people in the queues, and some of them just uh, sitting off to the side. There seems to be only individuals who are seeing, they all seem quite isolated and they're, they're by themselves, so. Um, as, as the queue starts to go down, you start overhearing some of the conversations in front of you. Every, everybody can hear these. Um, and the guard's saying, the guard's saying, yeah, just uh, make sure you go over to the guild and get yourself registered as a group properly once you're through the gate. Um, it's just, just, across, just across the town. And so similar, similar things. Every every group, you know, nothing seems to be any problem. Everybody's just going through. Uh, most people are in sort of groups of four or more. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any smaller groups, but it seems just to be lots of groups of people around. No, no sort of individuals you can see. Um, anybody gonna do anything? Look at something? Or are you just gonna continue on waiting in these queues? I'm gonna go over to Gwyneth. Yeah, and she's just standing stand with her. Okay, okay. Yeah, you just you just go walk past Jordan and you just go stand stand next to Gwyneth. She's like, oh, hello, hello again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I have to get used to you doing the voices again because it throws me off every time when you start. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm just gonna stand in line because I'm completely okay. focused on getting through. Okay, she's uh, the Gwyneth. Like, looks at you a little bit, waiting for a little bit of response. She does. She sees you're not doing anything. She just goes back to minding her own business. Hey, Jordan, you just gonna keep standing there? Mm-hmm. Okay, so eventually the queue comes down, and you're standing at the front, and the guard says. Where's your group then? Any response? Talking to me? Looking at no, it's talking to Jordan. Oh. He goes. Okay. Oh, hey. sorry. Um, what? He says, "Where's your group?" Uh, I don't have a group. Well, you can't come in the city if you don't have a group. Uh, uh, that lady. Her name's Very. Okay, that's two. Two more? Group to four. Have you not heard of this? It's uh, been a month since this has been enacted. You've got to know. Excuse me, what, what am I being included in? He says you're in your group. I don't know that guy. Well, then he's... Well, so, sorry then. Then you've only got one person. You need groups of four. If you don't have groups of four, go stand over to the side. Wait till you can get some people to recruit. So we can't go through unless we have a group... Nope. Yep. Groups of four. Okay, this lady here and that guy, fine. We're a group. Nope. That's three people. You need groups of four. Uh, the dwarf. Dwarf? There's no dwarfs around here. Uh, you're in our group now. 
Right, I haven't got time for this. Look how many people you're holding up. If you haven't got a group, go over to the side and get yourselves a group. Now, the dwarf is somewhere around here. I tell you, man, I saw a little miscreant. Right, if you haven't got a group... Can I do a perception check to find somebody that's willing to be in our group? Okay. I forgot there was dice. Do I need to roll or do you need to roll? Because I don't have a dice. <laughs> No, that's fine. You can. Uh, I'll roll a dice for you for now, and then we'll get something. So you roll around, and yeah, you you remember as you're waiting in the line, you remember seeing quite a few people littered at the side. Uh, you sort of think to yourself, "Oh yeah, maybe they they couldn't get through as well because they haven't got groups of four. Okay. I will go over to one of them, just grab one, and then drag it over to our group, and there we go. As you sort of go over to grab them, they shrug you off and goes, What are you doing? You need a grip, yeah. don't you? Come on! I'm waiting for my friends. They're coming in a few days. Leave me alone. Okay, go to the next one. Need a grip, don't you? Come on! Leave me alone! <laughs> and sort of goes back over. And at this point, the guard talks to Jordan and Gwen and goes, Right, out of the queue now, otherwise I'm going to have to remove you by force. I'm continuing um, until I find someone, so... Um, when it sort of waddles out, like, okay, okay, it's fine, I, it's fine. And she just walks away to the side, going over to sort of Travis' direction. Dude, where's that dwarf at, man? The dwarf is long gone. You couldn't see him when you came up the stairs. He ran straight through him. Straight out of your sight, and then you didn't see him again. Shit. Okay. Oh. Alright, I'm going to the side. Okay, you guys go to the side. Are you sort of going to the same area where, uh, where Vary and Gwyneth have gone over? Yeah. Okay. So, as Chihuahua was sort of shaking these people and they're all brushing her off for another reason, this little, uh, very little, little halfling sort of walks up runs over you can hear the dust scratching and sort of just something is coming towards you guys very fast he says do, do you guys need someone in your group oh god you need a group yep let's go I need a group. No, uh, okay he uh he just stay, straight up starts following you there i'm friend i'm finnerin I'm, I'm a cleric i'm a cleric uh i'm i'm good at healing uh pl please can i come with you yeah, I just I just said you could. Now let's grab these other two and let's go. Oh, uh, okay, if usually uh, people say no, they say friends or you. Uh, are you sure you're you're gonna take take me? Yeah, we're sure. Absolutely Shut up and get in line. Uh, okay. Gwen so goes. It's okay, Dewey. They seem they seem a little they seem a little temperamental. If you you know what I mean. Uh, uh, I am not temperamental. I'm perfectly calm. I just want to get through. Uh, uh, okay. And, uh, we have to join the queue. Uh, we have to go to the back of the queue. Uh, Finrin says. Fine, whatever. Let's just do it. Okay. Uh, Gwyneth and Finrin sort of... The Finrin's sort of staying close to Gwyneth and... She, Gwyneth is just kind of quietly following along just a minute. Jordan, are you, you staying with the group? No, I have a problem. Okay. I want to talk to this nerd and get through the line. 
get through the line. Yeah, we waited long enough. You're gonna talk to the guard, you mean, or the kid? With the uh, halfling. The asshole that won't let us go through. Okay, so Jordan walks to the front of the line. The the guard sort of spots him and looks towards him. He look, looks towards uh, looks towards Bowron. You gonna say anything? What are you gonna say? Yo, buddy, let us through. Yes. Join the queue. I'm in the queue. Don't you see me in the front of the line? Uh, no. This uh. Group of elves is at the front of the line. You're standing off the line, making a disturbance. Alright, well now I'm in front of the elves. Are you sure you want to tell me? It's been a long day. Buddy, you better listen to me real quick right now. Me and my group, we want to get through this damn line. So if you don't let us through, we're gonna have a problem. He is looking down on you, and you can tell he's a fair bit stronger than you, like, by a lot. Um, he, he sort of looks at you and he goes, If you don't go join the queue, we're going to have a problem, and I'm going to remove you. Then do it. Alright. I, I interject, and I just grab Jordan and pull him back in line. He rolls a nat no. the guard, the guard no. rolled a nat 20. Okay, uh, never you, mind. You, you, can, you can do nothing. He uh, he straight uh, knocks you in the face, fist full force, and you are out cold. You fall straight to the ground. This is rigged. He rolled a 20. What do you expect? I rolled a nat, a nat 20. If I would have given you some opportunity otherwise, but you are straight to the ground. And uh, he sort of looks out the line and looks at you chihuahua and he goes you better remove him otherwise you're gonna have some trouble as well okay clarify remove him like remove him from the line remove completely? him from the line Rem like just, we can't wait in line anymore or you can wait in line but get him away from the front of this line okay all right He's in the way i just grab him and drag him over to where we are all right then the the guard goes back to he goes he says to go he goes to the elson Sorry about that. You get these idiots every now and then, and uh, he keeps he keeps going, letting people through groups four. So you guys go back to the queue. It's significantly longer than when you first came here. It seems like a big ship has pulled up since uh, since you guys uh, started joining the queue to begin with. It's like almost three times the size it was originally. Um. So you guys are at the back of the queue. Finran's like, well, this is short for normal circumstances if i'm honest it's usually at least twice this length i've been here for a little bit of time you know it's really hard to find a group that only really needs one people and then a lot of the time by the time they get to the front of the queue they usually don't want to keep me and then they find someone else it's i've been here for a little bit uh-huh uh, but uh, i uh, you guys seem like you'll take me through so so that's good um you guys didn't seem to know the the four group rule though um it's fairly well known i don't know why you guys didn't really know it uh you know it's it hasn't been 
it's been a month now since the the guild said you, you have to form groups that have to travel together throughout when they uh, when they go into the the city and they have to adventure together. It's 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 been a month, you know. Let's let's just say that news doesn't travel as quickly from where I'm from, and then really all I cared about was just getting here. Well, I guess. I guess that's okay. Uh, he sort of looks up to looks up to Gwyneth, and she, he goes, uh, "You seem quite old to be coming here. It's not very usual to see old people like you come here. Usually, they've been here before. Uh, how come you're here?" Uh, and uh, she sort of goes, "Oh, I just, I just feel like a little bit of adventure in my old age." <laughs> You know how old people get, they just, oh, they do so silly things. <laughs> oh, okay, fair enough. And then, so looks looks down at Jordan's unconscious body and is like, hmm. he, uh, he, he chants a little bit of a spell and uh, puts his hand on the body, but nothing, nothing fairly obvious happens. They just sort of... Uh, just sort of is uh, still, still unconscious. So, any anything you guys want to do? Or are you gonna? Uh... We're still waiting in the queue, aren't we? Yeah, J- Jordan can't do anything because he's unconscious at the minute. But Char, are you gonna do anything else? Or are you just gonna wait in the queue? Wait in the queue in silence. Okay. So after about ten minutes of waiting in the queue, you guys moved a little bit forward. Jordan's been pulled along by Chihuahua and a little bit of help from Finrin. And after about 10 minutes, he, he wakes up again. Surprisingly not feeling, not feeling that bad. Um, he's got a little bit of a, you've got a little bit of a headache, but it's, it's not as bad as you thought it would be considering you got knocked out cold. Um, so is there anything you're going to do once you, uh, you wake up, Jordan, or are you just going to, what are you going to do? the front of the line yet? Nope, nowhere near close. It's only been 10 minutes. I want to do something so bad. Okay, you're just... Just waiting in the line. So, about mm, 45 minutes go by. You can tell after like an hour's worth of time you'll be able to get to the front of the queue again. Um, are, you just, are you guys just gonna wait it out? Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point in time while you're waiting, Finrin runs off into the distance a bit. He seems like he knows where he's going. He goes, I'll be right back. And he he had been getting a little bit prancy while he was waiting. He's jittering. Um, once he gets back, he seems a lot more calm and relaxed. Uh, had to pee. He, had, he, goes, he comes back. He's like, ah, by the way, the toilets are just just over there if you need, a, need to take a break. Um, Gwen is sort of <laughs> smiles, chuckles a bit. Uh, but otherwise, not much of a response. Gwyneth and uh, Finrin just sort of get on quite well. They're just sort of talking, talking a bit. She uh, goes on about her places she's been and the people she's met. Um, okay. Finrin asks about uh, Varys' race. He hasn't seen uh, uh, what Chihuahua's race before, and uh, Gwyneth uh, explains that she's a... Uh, 
north from the Longtooth uh, Shifter. Quite, quite, quite rare in the uh, across the different Outer Isles, but quite common. They're they're, they're quite. Yeah, they're quite numerous sometimes. Depends. Uh, she said she, and then she starts talking about the different types of shifters she's met. They're just idle chit chat. Are you guys <laughs> gonna have any conversations? Are you just gonna wait there in silence? I'm just gonna wait in silence for now, just because, well, I'm not a talkative person. Okay. Jordan, you, uh. I wanna have a chat with the young and nerdy Spider Man. You mean Finrin? Yeah. Little, little mm-hmm. halfling? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, you sort of get his attention. He's a bit n- nervous. He's like, uh, hi. What? So. What? Yes? Why, why, why were you sent off to the side with no group? Oh, I just kind of wanted to come to the main island because I heard that it could make my power grow and, you know, I, I, I kind of want more power. It seems like a good thing to have, especially because I'm a cleric. If I have more power, I, I can help more people. I can he- help heal more people. And I heard there's a lot of, like, injury and death on the main continent. So I thought I could come and help. Um, I guess. Yes. Um, so, so I just kind of got on a boat and came over. I used a little bit of savings I had and... And, you know, they didn't really question me, so I was good to come. Now I've just been waiting. Yes, okay. Why'd you come here? Um. To be the greatest wizard of all. <laughs> That's cool. This is definitely the place to do it. It's got. Normal mana and and the outer isles they don't have normal mana so you know this is the best place if you want to be a magician but I heard there's pretty powerful magicians around here you got you got a long way to go but I like your ambition yeah, nice mm-hmm. talking to you um, yeah bye young Spider Man Spider Man what's that God damn it ah. Uh, yeah, bye. I uh, know he. Uh, what's what's a Spider-Man? Nope. Bye. But but he sort of turns to Gwyneth. What's what's a Spider-Man? She's like, I don't know, dearie. I'm really not sure. If this one seems a bit, a little bit, a little bit peculiar. First, first thing he does is confront a guard. You know, after a little bit of silence, Finran perks up again and starts discussing with Gwyneth. Uh, Gwyneth more than happy to reciprocate. Yeah, anybody doing anything else or uh, just waiting in the queue? I'll I'll talk to the halfling for a little bit and sort of get a little backstory on him. Uh, Gwyneth said your name's uh, Very, was it? Yes. Okay. Nice to meet you, Very. I'm Finrin. It's nice to meet you, too. So you wanted to come here to get stronger? Yeah. Hmm. That's what I wanted to do. That's nice. 
I want to get stronger so I can help people, though. I, I think. Do you want to help people too? Not necessarily. I just want to get stronger so I don't have to run anymore. Hmm. That's fair enough, I guess. It would be nice to be able to protect myself. But now we've got to be in groups of four. So as long as my friends are strong enough, then maybe I can just focus on helping other people instead. Eh, maybe. You need to be strong enough to protect yourself, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I have this strong armor. He's he's wearing a very very thick armor. He's he's a uh, He's considering he's quite short. He's wearing very big armor. He's wearing chainmail. He's wearing very thick, heavy armor. He looks a little peculiar because he's very small. He's very short for a halfling, and uh, his uh, sort of armor is uh, very, very weird to see on someone of his size. It must have been custom made because they don't really do those sizes in uh, general. Um, he's like, yeah, but this armor should help keep me safe. It's very strong. It was a gift. That's very finely crafted armor. You must have had it custom made, right? I don't know. It was a gift. They did. Hmm. They they measured me though. They. I remember that. Okay. Well, nice to talk. Nice to talking you. to you. Yeah, I hope we talk more. And he sort of resumes his conversation with Gwyneth uh, after that. So the queue's uh, sort of moving forward. There's only a few more groups of people uh, wedding in front. Is there anybody going to do anything else? Nope. Okay. So your group gets to the front of the queue. The, uh, the guard has uh, actually changed. It's a dwarf who's uh, who's standing there now he's leaning on his axe as he's sort of casually looking through the people and waving them through not seeming to have much of a care he's now you're actually uh, a little bit more uh, focused on what's going on you can see that they're being given little little tiny coppery bronzy badges to each person in the group um, as you as you see them just before they uh, get sent through the gate so as you reach the uh, front of the crew queue, he says, uh, you hear the door and he goes, All right, what's your party? Uh, Finrin goes, goes, Oh, it's me. I, I'm in this group. And uh, Gwyneth is like, Oh, yes, uh, that would be me too. And me. And, uh, Oh, hi. Am I to assume that you're in it too, Mr. Human? Uh, no, you're not to assume that, but yes, I am. Yeah, alright. He, uh, opens up a little pouch, he goes, gives one to each person, and he says, Right, once you get in, you need to go to the guild and register as an official party. If you don't, if you're not registered as an official party of four, you won't be able to leave the city. Alright? All right. Okay. All right. Go through. And then he sort of is ushering you through. So you guys go through the gate. 
Uh, well, actually, before we go through the gate, is there anything you guys want to do? Nope. Okay. So you guys go through... Well, Jordan, is there anything you want to do? I want to ask... Can I ask the dwarf real quick what the, the, the badge thing is for? He goes, yep. When you get to the guild, they'll ask you for the badge so you can trade it for a proper mercenary certificate. Right? Uh, Alright. Okay. He, he gestures you, and then he says, okay, go on. Go through. Um, so, as you go through, you can finally see these big cities. You're past the massive walls. Right now, it's, it's, oh, it's close to being evening. The uh, sun... Is, is quite low in the sky. At the opposite end of the city, you can just see quite far a ways away. This is a really big city. Um, the sun is just above the big wall on the opposite side of the city. It's almost about to dip below. Um, you, As you first come into the city, um, there's three main streets. There's one big street which goes directly in front of you. There's one which goes directly right, and one which goes directly left. The uh, the ones going right and left sort of follow the curvature of the wall. You can't really see where they go. But if you squint your eyes just enough, you can see down the one straight in front of you, there's a big gate all the way at the other end. It's, it's quite far away. It seems like it'll probably take 20 minutes, close, maybe 30 minutes to walk all the way down to the other end at a normal pace. Uh, there's sort of signs around you can see just as you walk through there's a big sign bigger than the most saying pointing to the left of the city saying guild hall uh which which points towards the left and there's sort of a fountain just sitting in the middle there's loads of people dittering around all doing their own thing okay i'm gonna go toward the guild hall and i'm gonna drag everyone else with me okay uh, Finrin has, uh, as soon as you sort of give him a little tug, he's already sort of running a bit forward. He started, he steps out in front of you and sort of trying to go faster than everybody else. Uh, Gwyneth sort of huddles along. She's, uh, you can see her sort of trying to keep up with the speed you're pulling them at. I, um, Jordan, are you sort of, uh, coming along? Are you gonna resist? I'm just gonna go. Okay. So you all head around. After about Mm, only two minutes of walking you see um, a big building um, other on the right hand side there was lots of small shops little signs there were some carts outside with food on um, and they were all quite small but as you come across you uh, there's this big building and it's about four times the length of a normal building it's got proper pillars outside it's got a nice big door and it's three stories most of the other houses are one story around so it's it's a lot bigger and more obvious than the other ones it's got lots of intricate stonework on the uh, on the front of the building and it seems like it goes back a fair ways as well it, it also looks very clean compared to some other shabby looking buildings it looks like it's very well maintained um, there's a big plaque over the doorway which says guild hall as well so Finrin sort of jumping around on the spot, looking back at the party outside the front of the uh, house, catching a few people's attention. So, um, what's everybody going to do? I'm going straight into the guild hall. I'm bringing everyone with me because I want to be able to leave. So you sort of enter into the guild hall. Um, 
directly in front of you, you can see um, there's the this sort of path that you can see that's carved in the stone, which uh, goes forward uh, about mm, 30... Yeah, it's uh, about 30 feet in front of you, and there's a desk. Um, that there's like this big uh, counter thing in front of you. There's a few people queued up behind, and there's a few open people, like open spots. There's people sitting behind the counter in multiple places. There's five people who are sitting behind it. Um, and there's a big board on the right hand side with some notices and announcements. And they seem like they've some been there for a while, some fairly new, just stamped on some parchment. All the way on the left, there seems like there's this big gathering area. There's lots of tables which people are sitting at, and there seems to be a ladder, not a ladder, a set of stairs going up to a balcony sort of area, all the way on the back on the left of the building. Uh, there's a sign above these uh, these sort of counters right in front of you, which says registration. Um, and then there's uh, other, other miscellaneous signs, which sort of, uh, one which says uh, currency and one that says inquiries as well so what are you what are you gonna do uh, just some true I was still leading the party uh, registration registration all right uh, there's uh, one group at one person and there's a free person so you just walk up towards this counter there's this um, just this, this human man sitting behind the chair he sort of looks at you smiling very well dressed. He's got a sort of um, he's got a vest on. He's got a little tie. Still not. It doesn't look like the best quality fabric, but he he looks like he's trying to keep himself tidy. Uh, as you sort of approach, he goes, "Ah, oh, hello there. Uh, your guest. You're looking to register, are you?" Yes. Okay. Can I get your uh, your bronze badges that you should have been given at the uh, security checkpoint? Yep. Okay. You plunk yours down on the side. Finrin sort of he hands his to you because he can't quite reach on top and he doesn't want to risk throwing it, so he he puts sort of holds his up in his hand towards you. Uh, okay, take... I take it. Yeah. Okay. Um, the the guy stands up on the counter and looks over and sees uh, Finrin down there. Gwyneth uh, takes hers out of her little bag and she places it on the side, smiling towards the man. Come on, Jordan. I'll, I'll hand it to the guy. Okay. So he takes them all in. Okay. And he says, uh, can I get your names, please? And he Very. points to Chihuahua. Very. Is that uh, V-E-R-Y? V-A-E-R-I. Okay. Very interesting. Any last name? No. Okay. And then he uh, looks to the old lady. Uh, name, please. Uh, and she goes, uh, Gwyneth uh, Almaster. And he goes, okay. Uh, and then he checks with her how to spell her name, writes it down. And then he he looks down and says, what's your, what's your name, young man? I'm, I'm Finrian Valster. And he writes that down, he checks with the name, takes him a little bit of time to spell it out properly. Seems like Finrin doesn't quite get it. He, he gets it over time, but he's not the best with uh, his spelling. And then he looks over to, uh, he looks over to um, 
Balron is his name, please. Balron, Galazir. Okay. There we go. And then he checks checks the name with you. Okay. Um, Miss Vary, what's your class? Barbarian. Barbarian. Okay. Gwyneth, yours? And she says, I'm a bard. Uh, Finrin. He goes over and he goes, I'm a, I'm a cleric. And he's like, okay, very interesting young man. And he sort of smiles. Um, and then he turns over to Baron. What's, what's your, what are you, uh, class? I'm a wizard. A wizard. Big surprise there. Um, and he goes, okay, so what's your party name? Um. Do we have to have one? Yes, it's uh, proper for the registration in the guild. The miscreants. Uh, sorry. Sure, uh, whatever. There's. The, uh, please take over a look at the notice board. The uh, top ten largest parties. Uh, one number seven is the miscreants. So I'm afraid you can't uh, have uh, that name. You have to, choose an, have to choose another one. Uh If you're not sure, you can come back in a few minutes, uh, or, or we can wait here until you come up with one. Give, uh... <laughs> he, he's sort of taking down notes. You can see him scribbling stuff down behind his counter. You see him riding away. Can we just call ourselves the Buttermilk Biscuits? No. Nebula. <laughs> there, I can't think of anything. Nebula? Yeah, we'll go with Nebula. We are not, okay. I almost said that, but no. Nebula. Very interesting name. Okay, let me just... There we go. I need to write off my official resignation. Okay. Um. And let me see. Let me just double check here. Okay, everything seems in order. Puts he, you can see him move, stop, move that sort of foamy hat over to the side, and he looks down under the desk and pulls out the sort of card thing, a, a box, and there's and he takes out these sort of uh, card card shaped things, not not very large, so you could sort of hold them anywhere, and he takes out this uh, this. Um, it's sort of like a gavel. It's a, like a little hammer. It's made out of wood and it has a what you think is a maybe a metal plate on uh, on the front of it. And he pulls out one of these cards and he slams the hammer down onto the piece of paper where he's written everybody's information on it and he ha hits it on a a very section and then he hits it onto the card and then he hands the card to Chihuahua uh, very even. And she can see on there it says very nebula and it says registered by the guild barbarian. And she hands okay. that to there. It on the bottom of the card it also says bronze mercenary. And uh, then he does the same with all the others and hands the little cards over. He hands Finrin's card over to Chihuahua first, uh, so she can hand it to the uh, to, to Finrin. 
and then he puts he puts it back away, puts the hammer back away, and then he gets a little piece of paper back in front of him, and he says, "Okay, uh, that's all. With those cards, you'll be able to enter and exit the city. Uh, there's also some. You'll also be able to use the beverages and the drinks um, over at the side, the seating. Um, there's some." Uh, other facilities around if you just ask the other staff around they'll be able to uh, give you directions as well to maybe a near inn if you want some lodging um, other than that 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 should be everything uh, one thing to note if you want to leave the city you have to leave together as your party um, if you you can eventually get more people in your party if you uh, decide to but you have to come back here and get you know uh, get them stamped under Nebula. Um, however, as long as there's four of you together, you can leave the city. Uh, as long as you're all under Nebula, of course. Uh, is there anything else I can help you with? Why exactly must we leave with our party? Well, during the uh, a couple of up to a couple of months ago, the uh, we've noticed a trend that the individual adventurers, all the new ones. We've had a death rate of 87%, uh, which, although a lot of death happens, it was only around 50% a few months before that. So it was seen as a necessary precaution to have bigger groups of people to start going around. Uh, four was just a trial, but we've already dropped down to 45% death rate, which is lower than what the original death rate was. And Every month when we take stock, it, it's getting lower and lower. So it seems to be working quite effective. So enforcing this rule is very good for keeping uh, adventurers who can keep the dark forces at bay. Uh, it's very, very useful. Fair enough. Yeah. It's it, it's probably going to be a permanent change. I, I don't see it uh, being taken away anytime soon, especially from the benefits that we've been seeing. Alright, you said the information center will tell us where lodging is? Yeah, if you just... Uh, there's a few other staff who are dittering around in the uh, in the seating area over there. If you just uh, get any of their attention, they can... Uh, they should know where the nearest available uh, lodgings are. So if you just uh, go over there, over to the side, and he points over to the seat, big seating area it's on the on the left. Okay. Alright, sounds good to me. Alright. Uh, anything to comment, Jordan? You're just sitting there being all quiet. I'll be quiet. Okay. Um, um, Finrin sort of... Okay. Finrin shouts over and goes, Thank you! And uh, Gwyneth nods her head towards the, the human and goes, Thank you, thank you very much. And uh, sort of follows you follows you along. Chihuahua, so does Finrin. Okay. All right. So you're over in the seating area. There's groups of people. There's groups of people around. You notice the uh, group of elves who had just came in before you. They're sit sitting on a table nearby. Um, you can see all different types of people. There's a group of four dwarfs, all in plate armor, sitting around the table, just laughing, being very loud. There's there's no different races. You can see uh, two dragonborns over to the side discussing. There's there's those people around. Uh, while around the seating as well, you can see a few people in the same sort of uniform. You saw the male alpha who are just walking around talking to people. 
uh, calming. You can see one who's talking, who's starting to walk towards the uh, table of the dwarfs um, as well. But, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna find a worker and ask where the nearest lodging is. Okay, you uh, you walk up to one of the the, clo- the closest one who's walking around. It's a female elf. Uh, she says, "Oh, hello. Uh, what what can I help you with?" I would like to know where the nearest inn is. Oh, um, I assume it's for all four of you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, according to my knowledge, I believe there's. Not there's not much lodging on the uh, right on the left the left road here at Maynard the city for a good twenty minute walk but uh, I think some spaces have become available on the right path if you just if you just walk backwards um, it's it's a little inn called um, Idris's tavern it's he's Idris is a fairly nice man the the rates are quite cheap. Um, you should be able to uh, pay for those, uh, even if you don't have that much money on you. And the lodging is fairly fairly nice. Uh, Idris also provides some uh, drink and uh, meals uh, for an additional cost as well. Um, a big party of 12 have just left this morning, so I think uh, there'll be uh, plenty of room there for you. All right, thank you. Uh, no problem. Come back if you need anything else. Um, Finren goes, thank you very much, and waves, and uh, Gwyneth nods ahead and follows Chihuahua. Um, Finren runs out ahead and sort of runs out the shop, and sort of going backwards towards the direction that you can see. Okay. So, so you're just gonna, just gonna walk over to uh, Idris's, uh, Idris's tavern, then? Yep. Okay. So... The uh, by the time you walk out the shop, the sunlight has completely disappeared behind the large stone wall on the other side of the city, and there isn't any sunlight. There's a uh, big um, sticks of metal at the sides of the road, however, and they uh, they've started lighting up as the uh, they they've lit up, which so you can see across the street. Uh, okay, and, the, and people have started disappearing. There's a lot less people around now that the uh, lights have dimmed and the sun has gone down. You just gonna walk over towards the uh, tavern? Yep. And see if you can find it. Yep. Okay. You just walk along. You, as you can tell, the some of the carts that were previously outside the shops as you walked past them before have now been gone away. Uh, are now gone away. Uh, some stores are closed. Lights are off in a lot of these houses now that were previously just open. Uh, there's still quite a few groups of groups of people that you can see heading towards the uh, the guild. Um, it seems that the guild doesn't close down; is open all the time. Um, you so you keep walking and you get back to the fountain. So you're you're back at the fountain now. So there's. The road which goes straight to the other side of the city and then there's the road to the right. Is there anything you guys want to do? I'm ready to lay down and go to sleep, so nope, not for me. Okay. Um, as as you're sort of walking along, Gwyneth 
she starts breathing quite heavily and she says, Oh, could, can we uh, please, please stop a minute? I, I really need to sit down. And she sort of walks over towards the direction of the fountain, which you guys are just walking past. There's seating around the outside of the fountain. So as far as you can tell, that's where she's walking um, over to. And friend's like, oh, uh, she doesn't seem okay. I think we should rest for a bit. Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. And then Finran sort of holds her as best as he can because she's quite tall. Um, and they they walk over to the side. Finran hops up onto the bench and uh, and uh, Gwyneth sort of sits down, sort of smiling. She's not very talkative now. She's just kind of sitting there. She pulls over a little water skin that she had wrapped around on her waist belt and she unravels it and starts taking a, a drink out of it and she's just sort of sitting there, coming down. Uh, Jordan, are you gonna... you doing anything or are you just... Uh... Nah, I'm good. Okay. Alright. Try. are you just standing there waiting or are you gonna go sit down or are you just... I'm gonna sit down. So you sit down, Jordan's still standing up in the road. You guys are you guys have uh, sat down, you've sat next sat down next to Gwyneth. Um she's like, Oh, don't worry about me too much. It's just my old age catching up with me. I'm not as spry as I used to be. Um just need to take some uh, breaks more often. It's been a long day. <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, it's quite exciting, though, I must say. This is, uh, I traveled all, all around my old homeland. But this is brand new. I, I've, it's very interesting. I didn't really go to places that I hadn't been to, been to before from my youth. Uh, it's very exhilarating. I'm not, I haven't uh, regretted my decision yet. That's good. You said you seem to be in a bit of a danger on your way over here. Oh, uh, don't worry about it too much. Is it likely to cause some trouble for us in the future? Hopefully not. Here's to hoping then. I'm not sure my old bones can keep up with it. I, I do feel for you. Back in my younger days, I know I made plenty of enemies. I used to be, I used to be quite a uh, rambunctious, shall we say, in my youth. But uh, th those days are long past me. I may have my spurts sometimes, but uh, I just don't really have the energy for it anymore. But you should see me when I pick up my bagpipe. Oh. I definitely not like the old old person I seem to be. I can still play those bagpipes like I'm 23. <sighs> Brings back my youth. <sighs> she takes another sip of water and says, oh, I think I'm okay now. Yeah, we should probably get to the inn. It's got quite late and I'm sure I'm sure we're all tired from our journey. Yes. We'll find you a room. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll, I can pay for my own room, don't you worry. I'm still still end independent yet. Uh, every sort of stands back up. 
she sort of uh, stands back up and they uh, walks over to where Jordan's been standing around and she goes you know you didn't have to stay standing you know you could have you could have sat down uh, you know I'd like to stand <laughs> that's fair enough I used to know someone like that wouldn't sit down anywhere everywhere we go he had to stand got him in a little bit of trouble in certain circumstances but oh he was a funny little man <laughs> and she starts heading towards the right and then as well Finran sort of going along <laughs> he's like yeah are you sure you're okay we don't have to go we can still wait a little bit and she's like yes no it's it's okay it's okay I presume everybody's going to keep going along, sort of heading towards the right side of the uh, city. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it doesn't take you long. It's longer than it was to find the guild, but it's only about mm, five or six minutes. And you see a signpost hanging off one of the buildings says uh, Idris's Tavern. Um, and you can you you guys walk walk in there and. Uh, And you guys, you guys, you guys walk in. It's, it's a little bit active. There's a there's a few tables. There's a there's a bar on the on the left left hand side, straight inside the building. And you can see there's um, there's some stairs at the back which lead to some some lodging upstairs. There's a man behind the bar, and uh, there's some stools and chairs over to the right, which uh, one or two groups of people are sitting around, and there's one person sitting at the bar just drinking. Drinking to themselves. Um, as as you walk in, the guy behind the bar clocks you and sort of beckons you over. Now you're gonna walk over. Gwyneth is already hobbling sort of towards that direction, and Finrin has already w- ran over and jumped up on the bar stool. Yep, I'm gonna go upstairs. Or no, okay. I'm gonna go to the guy that uh, gives out the rooms. Okay, there's only sort of one person you can see who's sort of doing stuff around. He's standing behind the bar. Are you gonna do go over to the bar? Go over to that guy. Yep. Okay. Uh, as as you get over to the bar, he's like, "Ah, welcome to my tavern. Uh, what can I get for you? Uh, haven't seen you around before. You here for a drink or some rooms?" Uh, I'm here for a room. Okay. Um, he's got a big beard to him. He he seems he seems like a human as far as you can tell. Got big long black hair, big long beard. Comes down to the comes down to his waist. He says, "Right, I can get your room. We've only got two rooms available right now. Each has got two beds in them. But as far as I can tell, for your group of four, seems like it'll be more than enough." Uh who should I uh, assume is going to be lodging together? I'll stay with the halfling, I guess. Okay. I'm with the uh, the old old person, uh, Glenneth. Okay. Let, can I? Uh, he'll just make this easier. Can I see your guild IDs? Here you go. Okay. And he just writes down everybody's name off them. Um, I guess they go. Some people have got some very weird names. It's just easier to copy. All right. So, how many nights you planning on staying? 
Just one for me. Okay. And he sort of goes to Finran and he goes, I'm gonna be the same as this lady. And Gwyneth goes, ah, me too, please. Just Jordan? one. Just one. Okay. That's uh, that'll be two silver each, then, please. That includes a meal in the morning, and if you fancy a drink tonight, uh, that's that's uh, one drink if you uh, if you fancy. Sounds fine to me. All right. Wait, do yeah. we have starting gold? Yes, you do. Okay. I'll sort out your gold whenever things like this happen. Um. So he goes, okie dokie, and he sort of. Holds out his hand, and everybody hands him, everybody hands him a gold. I imagine. I don't imagine anyone's got any silver change. I didn't actually check, Jordan, but I assume you have some gold. Twenty-five. Okay, yeah. Uh, so everybody hands over him one gold, and then he gives everybody back eight silver change, because that's how much he takes. And he goes, okay. He gives each other, you turn his room, and he goes, they're right next to each other. You got number one, number two. And then he gives uh, Finrin and uh, Vary number one, and he gives uh, Gwyneth and Balron uh, number two. He says, just up those stairs, straight on the left. You'll see them. All the doors are numbered. They got locks. Uh, that's the best I can say. Each one's got two beds, and you both got a window. Toilets. Down here, just over there on the right. Alright, thank you. Anything else? That's it for me. I'm going straight to bed. Alright then. Have a good night. And he sort of goes back over, starts, picks up a glass, starts cleaning it, shining the inside, you know. Uh, Finrin, Finrin goes, I'll see you tomorrow, Gwyneth, and just starts following. Uh, Starts following Vary just up the stairs. Um, Gwyneth looks over to um, looks over to Balron and says, "Are you going to bed yet? I'm very, really quite tired. I, if you don't mind, I'll take the key and go up now. If you're not, um, I'm also going up so we can go together. Okay. Um, she sort of starts heading there straight away." Everybody heads upstairs, and as he said, straight on the left, you guys can see rooms number one and two. Um, you go in your room, Finrin gets in his room, um, very and Finrin get in the room. Finrin, very easily, surprisingly, takes off all this chain mail by himself, shoves it to the side on the floor, gets changed out of his, some clothes quite quickly, uh, and then he just hops into the nearest bed he takes the one closest to the door there's not much on the room there's uh, cl one close okay. to the door one bed and then one close to the window another bed two little two little tables by the bed and that's it nothing else each bed is a very thin sheet on it and uh what you would say is a pillow uh, as far as you can tell it looks quite it looks quite old quite brown uh, but it, it looks comfortable enough same same in your room as soon as Gwyneth comes in she sits herself down on the end of the bed takes her shoes off sort of getting ready for bed uh what what do you guys want to do 
I'm going to go straight to bed. Okay. The same. Get ready. Take your armor off. Then you just get in the bed. And the pillow is surprisingly more comfortable than it looks. Um, uh, Baron, what are you? What are you gonna do? Straight to bed. Straight to bed. You getting changed? <laughs> no. Okay. You just go straight into bed. I figured out to ask. I'd imagined everybody else would get changed, but I had a feeling that you uh, didn't quite would. Um, okay, so as the sky comes, the the lights in the streets eventually dim. You're not quite sure what the time is, but the the street lamps turn off. Well, they don't turn off, but they get quite a lot uh, dimmer, and it's no light seeps in through the thin curtains around the window. And everybody falls asleep. Thank you very much for listening to the first episode of The Domain of Dice. Um, as you can probably tell, it's a bit clunkily around the edges. So if you have any comments for us, any suggestions, anything at all, send us an email at domainofdice at gmail.com. Uh, any suggestions, anything, we'll accept anything. Any positives, any negatives. I'll accept them all, and hopefully it'll help improve this podcast, or just the general playing experience for everybody. This will hopefully be a weekly podcast, and we'll have an episode up for every week. The length might vary quite a bit, depending on how much we get into it, um, but there should be consistency at least for every episode coming out every week. So, I thank you very much for listening to The Domain of Dice, Mercenary Continent's first episode.